0: To the weekly hijack, hello, Jack. <laughs> Lost edition. This time, one of the most uh, seminal episodes of Lost numbers. Numbers. This is what back when this for episode first came out. Like, how would you make out of this episode? <laughs> I'm still not sure what to make out of it. In some ways, like, uh, I mean, Hurley is great, but they keep it so ambiguous. Even you know, after we know everything about the what, about yeah. what the numbers actually mean, is it just? happenstance? Is it actually curses? Is it fate? What is it?
1: I don't know. My, my running theory, again, it's just made up, but <laughs> <laughs> is that, you know, just one of those one of those sequence numbers that hold the earth together, you know, like pi and the square root of two and, you know, Fibonacci series is how sunflowers run. and uh-huh. So it's like, it's just like fate numbers. Fate and, numbers. You know, it just it emanates from the island because the island's all Destiny ish.
0: Uh, so what I got. so, is it bad to use the numbers for your own benefit? I, is I, that kind I guess of so. the, what's
1: interesting, you know, Hurley's the only one who has had anything good come of it. I mean, himself. Yeah. He's, and later on, they contact the the candidates and the numbers, and Hurley ends up being guy and the guy who takes over the island.
0: Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I don't. The thing is, the numbers. I for the for the people who say not have answers. I don't think there's an answer for the numbers.
0: <laughs> so you're acqui- acquiescing on this? Yes, yeah, so on that
1: one, I, I really am. I think it's one of those things that it they recur, they happen, but there's not really an answer for mm-hmm. why, besides they are It's like Galactus is. You know, <laughs> Galactus must eat. The numbers must be.
0: The, the numbers must be. And, and very zen. I would,
1: I would, I would say that. I mean, for especially for continuity and everything. You could you could claim that's kind of a a weak point of it. Because they certainly tie it in lots of different ways. Like, it emanates from Jacob. The island seems to have it. You, you can explain it in this sort of metaphysical, tiny, whiny sort of way, but it has to be strictly just well, hand-waving.
0: it's one of those things that the only a- way you could get actual answers is if, of it is if you establish something very, like, specific mythologically. Yeah. And Lost doesn't do anything, like, specific. So, in fact, some people think... It weakens the show when yeah. it does like nail things now, down. I, I,
1: I'm I mean, not I'm not sure.
0: I agree with that. But. I'm not
1: necessarily against the numbers not having an answer, mm-hmm. but it is kind of bothersome when you want to tie your thing up in a nice bow <laughs> and you can't. True, very true. Um, I know there's a what with the all the augmented reality games they had. In oh, seasons. Uh-huh. There was this thing called the Valencia equation. That involved the numbers. And it, it was like some equation that had to do with fate or destiny or something like that. And I don't know how, if it's canon or not. But probably it least, not. It's probably not canon, but it's...
0: I don't think even the video game they made is... There's, there's some canon elements in there apparently, but most of it is not.
1: My, my basic understanding is just that there's a sword numbers that emanate from the island because they're... And honestly, probably Dharma set up the transmissions at some point because they just tried to, they tried to scientificize
0: everything they found on (laughs) the island. Yes. It might have even been an experiment for them.
1: Exactly. I mean, yeah. So I think there's certainly answers you can make up, but the show itself wants to be vague on the numbers. Yeah. They are, they are fate. (laughs) I mean, mean they're basically. Yeah. They're fate.
0: So the transmission of the numbers is separate from them punching the numbers into
1: the computer. That's not connected in way. I do not oh, think the, so. I forgot either. they punched them into the computer. I forgot that's what they were I know. I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're right. It,
0: that, those numbers are what keep the patch from exploding.
1: My guess is that Dharma, honestly, and, you know, probably actually, after not saying there's an answer, the safest answer probably that Dharma did scientificize these numbers.
0: That's yeah, I mean, that's because possible,
1: yeah. they're in the computer. They're 108 minutes. There's, I mean, there's... And there's a whole experiment around
0: these numbers largely. Dharma clearly thought the numbers were important important. for some reason. So I
1: think think that would be the most honest answer on the Dharma level. And then on the more metaphysical Jacob level, it's also still true that they do just seem to be, you know, it's like when people talk about the theory of everything, you know, it's just part of the equation of how things work together.
0: Yeah. Although, if you mean specifically, I don't think the radio transmitter and the hatch computer are linked. I don't think that, no. no. They were or not. Was just- I don't think so because they would have been because they kept pushing the numbers in a button way after Rousseau recorded over the, the message.
1: You know, so. I'm curious. I wonder if they do have an like they do have an explanation,
0: Dharma wise. I mean, the writers do, but I don't know. They- I kinda doubt it. It just the way they have it set up as this whole curse thing just makes it feel like it's it's meant to be this mystery, yeah. mysterious, unexplained yeah, thing. I'm,
1: I think I'm I'm think
0: I'm I think I'm fine with the with the both the metaphysical
1: Jacob like is that fate working itself out and the Dharma saying hey there's something special about these numbers we'll try stuff with. maybe yeah because like, like in the in the, in, in the way the show presents itself I understand people get mad that there's not a better answer <laughs> but I'm not really sure what kind of answer you give that would be good. Yeah. Given the context of the show.
0: Right. And it does, I mean, like you said, the Fibonacci sequence, all these numbers that we see repeated throughout universe, it it could just be that it's it's a similar thing with the way fate somehow they figured out it's the same way fate winds if if they were able to boil it down to a mathematical equation. Yeah,
1: we have all these constants that just, you know, everything falls at this rate or, you know, the, you know, there's constant numbers, you know, the constant. Uh, But, you know, that there is this playing in Lost of Science being worked out in life. Mm-hmm. You know, Desmond's the constant. These numbers are fate. Yeah. This kind of overlap between, you no know, spiritual things and scientific things.
0: Right. It's a mixture of both in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes... Yeah. I, I can certainly live with that. In the context of this episode and Hurley's struggle, it's like... Never help. <laughs> no. In the context of the overall show, it makes sense. Well, it's
1: interesting but. because it made the point largely... I mean, by this episode only, it could be fate or not fate. I mean, you could, in theory, argue like bad coincidence or curse. Mm-hmm. It's set up in that sort of ambiguous manner. It's interesting they they pull the 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 emotional climax is not finding the answer, but finding that someone will agree with you <laughs> that you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, says the crazy French lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> True. And, this, and, you know, it's very interesting. There is this undertone of craziness in that, you know, he goes to the Mental Institute and all this other stuff that you're first time watching, you're like, how does he know these people in the Mental Institute? You know, there's yeah. lots of questions, but it's a very nice setup,
0: you uh-huh. know, that
1: it's all set around is he insane? Yeah. You know, are these numbers crazy?
0: Mm hmm. And interesting, Locke and Claire's discussion came into talking about luck at some point. Yeah. And uh, Locke's very, uh, uh, un- what was the word I used? his
1: understatement uh, yes
0: under, his understatements I believe in a lot of things <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is very true yes <laughs>
0: lots about ready to believe anything that you, you're willing to sell him
1: what's great about this episode in many ways you know because different episodes lost have very different feels this one is basically like a dark comedy like you know <laughs> yes. the flight back it's just it's funny but it's horrible <laughs> you know people fall off buildings and yeah I mean it's a very interesting style I mean these her episodes tend to be more lighthearted, but they're also they're not Comedies per se, there always seems to be the element of sadness or death, and
0: to a degree, yeah.
1: Is, I mean, not in a not in a dark way, but in this like slightly off kilter.
0: It reminded me of a trait, a, a bad trait of Charlie's Sometimes I, I think there's another Hurley episode like this where he basically kind of writes off Hurley's whatever Hurley is is trying to do. It just it's kind of jerkish of Charlie. It kind of acts as if Hurley is beneath him, and it says like you know, like he's only supposed to be like this goofy yeah. guy around camp. And he doesn't, he never really credits very many of Hurley's big picture ideas.
1: Well, And it's very interesting, you know, because Hurley, you know, fun time Hurley. Yeah. I mean, this is, we're near the end of the season. We've got like six episodes left. And this, he would just get a flashback for him. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been he's the only, I think the only major character. That
0: we haven't had one yet. Yeah. Because
1: I think the audience is also, he's fun time with Hurley. He doesn't have a deep <laughs> backstory.
0: Right. And, well, I mean, in some ways, his backstory is not nearly the, like, deep, I mean, it, it's, tra- yeah, it, he basically it traumatic, but it, it's different than Sawyer's or Jack's. It, or, it fits
1: his character really it, well.
0: I mean, the whole, I mean, Hurley's a little bit of a of a geek in some ways. Yeah. And, you know, it, it fits he, that he'd have this quirky backstory.
1: It's funny. I thought they were going to show Mr. Clucks because he was eating out of the chicken bucket, but they didn't.
0: They haven't gotten to the fact that he he bought it yet. Yeah. Or all oh, the
1: owns Locks Box Locks box, box, box Company. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know by just that. Yeah, nice tie back.
0: Actually, I went back and and found some uh, a lost blog I used to read a bit, and I, I was hunting down some recent episodes around the time that you know these episodes have been coming out, and it, it's interesting to see even even then as they were already people like people had had recognized Hurley and done screenshots and translated the Korean text <laughs> and from the last episode and. People are already at they this were, phase like were hardcore. Yeah, they were already reading in lots of stuff and <laughs> things like that. So I'm sure someone was like, ha, box company, I bet that's Locke's. What do you want to bet?
1: Well, and the thing is, uh, I if I'm in, not if I'm not wrong, one of the right one of the co writers for this episode was the same guy who wrote Locke's walkabout. Oh
0: walkabout. So you yeah. know, so he
1: purposely connected the two.
0: Yeah, that's And I true. have to say,
1: the B story with Locke and Claire, they're a pretty nice B story. Yeah. You know, some of Claire's nice, he's making stuff. So, I mean Lock in his first season, he's he is your lock.
0: He well, and he's also sort of a grandpa. I mean, yeah. he's he's the cool grandpa you all kind of want to have. I mean, he
1: goes a little nuts next season.
0: <laughs> yeah, and after that. Oh man, Ben messes him up. Ben messes him <laughs> bad. <laughs> so
1: well, yeah, so yeah, for, for entertaining, and yeah very I mean, entertaining. Very entertaining episode. Dealing with the numbers is you know obviously something any Lost <laughs> fan has to deal with. At some
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's it's a very important part of the. Iconography of this show.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I don't know how many people have probably play the lottery with those numbers since then.
0: <laughs> That's a good. Uh, I wonder if anyone's won with them yet. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd want to. <laughs> maybe, maybe not.
1: And it's okay. I just
0: think it's great. You know,
1: Hurley is the only person in this entire show who can get away with hugging
0: uh, <laughs> Russo. <laughs> Russo. <laughs> Well, except for probably Alex.
1: Well, except for Alex. And, you know, <laughs> what I was thinking, or realistically sense, that's probably the first, like, physical touch Rousseau's had in, like, 17 years.
0: <laughs> yeah? I suppose so. It's
1: probably, you know, it's probably a good thing for her. So she's like, here, have my battery. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, poor Rousseau. I wonder why she
1: didn't. She just doesn't trust me.
0: She just doesn't okay. trust people. Wow.
1: But I think she Hurley has the ability to make anyone trust him
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's true
1: okay alright well that's, next... our, that's our weekly hijack
0: weekly hijack yeah we won't have a lost episode next time due to the epic two season finale of Once Upon a Time two
1: season finale
0: uh, two hours <laughs> two hour season finale of Once Upon a Time but look forward to that and, and then we'll
1: get going on lost pretty hardcore if you
0: won't have any once yeah yeah so should be should be fun times for us anyway been there. and this is Tim adios bye